from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. In this world where we're not getting to do field trips to the zoo anymore and all those amazing firsthand experiences, students should be able to still access both technologies via the VR hardware. We teleport yes, into the zoo. And communicate via map and teleport into the zoo. So when kids see what can be made, then they can see what they can be. You can't be what you can't see. I'm Sarah Fenske. Downtown St. Louis incubator T-Rex is home to the only geospatial innovation center in the country. That's a big deal, and it could get even bigger, with the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency soon opening a much-expanded campus in North St. Louis. The city's most strategic thinkers are banking on geospatial technology as a big growth industry for the region. Now, earlier this month, T-Rex awarded $100,000 in grants to five geospatial intelligence and research initiatives in St. Louis. And joining us now to explain why and a bit about who they're going to is Patty Hagen. She is president and executive director of T-Rex. Patty, welcome. Thanks, Sarah. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. And we're also joined today by one of T-Rex's grantees. Tara Vansel is the primary investigator of GeoZoo and a geography instructor at Lindenwood University. Tara, welcome. Thank you, Sarah. It's great to be here. So, Patty, let's start with you. This is the first year that T-Rex offered this GeoSeed grant program. What prompted this effort? Well, Sarah, we're, we've been hard at work at T-Rex in trying to build an inclusive economic development cluster around geospatial technologies in St. Louis for a number of years now. And this is just another step in that effort. We've built already, as you mentioned, a geospatial innovation center at T-Rex. We have an amazing partnership with the NGA. Actually, in T-Rex, we just finished building Moonshot Labs for the NGA and T-Rex as well. And this is a step to further research and development in the St. Louis area seed research in order to lead to, to more innovation and entrepreneurship. So who were you looking to give money to specifically with this program? Well, certainly area universities who are um, hard at work in, in building geospatial curricula and building uh, geospatial um, research programs. And so we wanted to encourage those efforts. And we wanted to also really reach out to young faculty in particular who are early on in their careers and help, um, help them build a data set or build a record of geospatial um, research that they can then take to even bigger funding agencies, other federal agencies, to further that research. That helps to build that whole innovation cycle in St. Louis around geospatial. So, Tara, you're one of these people that Patty's just talking about. You're a, a, a young researcher. You're at a university. Can you describe for us what you've been working on at Lindenwood? Yes. So, um, our Lindenwood GIS certificate um, we've had for just the last two years. Um, we've been building this program, and our lab specifically has always had an outreach to K-12. So we've won some smaller grants in the past from ESRI, who's the leading software pro provider of GIS technologies. And we've been hosting um, educator workshops um, for the last several years for teachers in the St. Louis region and across the state. 
um, to acclimate them to the software, to its products, and how they can integrate it into their classrooms. And so when we saw the GeoSeed grant program come out um, last spring, this was just the natural next step to take those efforts to the next level. So I understand that um, there's a push on your campus right now that has to do with virtual reality technologies and distance learning. And this is all kind of coming together with the St. Louis Zoo. Those are a lot of very <laughs> disparate pieces there. How does that come together in this project? Yes. So it started with our K-12 initiatives. And then um, when the GOC proposals were released, it said that they were wanting proposals that focused on curriculum development that use GIS and VR technologies. And we have all those things at Lindenwood. Um, and we have amazing students that have also been working um, for the St. Louis Zoo as interns in the last year. So when I saw all three of those pieces, I thought, this is, this is it. This is the opportunity um, for us to bring together our zoo partners um, with our students and this huge VR initiative um, to really create something new in this space. And so what is it exactly you're, you're trying to create here? All right, so <laughs> there are already wonderful open educational resources out there for GIS that um, educators can use in their classrooms. And the idea is that we want to curate that content with VR content that's already out there to make this an easy plug and learn option for educators to use in their classrooms or to use virtually in this new half in-person, half virtual environment that we still find ourselves in during the pandemic. And um, so if a teacher is, is teaching people through a screen, this is something they'll be able to just use this tool and bring the zoo in. So the idea is, so the idea is. And we'll actually, is, we'll, uh, okay. we'll get into what that idea That's great. is just after we take a break here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, we're talking today to Tara Vansel with Lindenwood University about the GeoZoo project. We're going to learn all about that when we come back. We're also talking to Patty Hagen, uh, president and executive director of T-Rex. And we will be back shortly to continue this conversation with both of them. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com. Welcome back. We are talking today about a new grant program out of downtown's T-Rex. It's meant to encourage uh, geospatial innovation in the St. Louis area. We're here today with Patty Hagen, who's the president and executive director of T-Rex. We're also joined by Tara Vansel. She's the primary investigator of GeoZoo. That's a project that just got an award from T-Rex. And just before the break, we were talking just a little bit about how this actually works. And so this is bringing virtual reality and geographic information systems to the zoo 
zoo and you have college age interns working on this. And so when this is all completed, how will this work? So the idea is that instead of accessing the GIS on your desktop computer like you do now, or like a teacher uses to teach it, instead students will be wearing the virtual reality headsets like an Oculus um, Quest 2. And they'll be accessing the maps and data from within that headset. And then you have the opportunity to look at the map, but then teleport to that place via virtual virtual reality, which is what makes the zoo since such an amazing partner, because we can write curriculum that's community science based that goes with their um, camps that they have this summer, and then we're going to actually film spaces within the zoo using VR equipment and VR cameras that can be seen on the headsets. So again, in this in this world where we're not getting to do field trips to the zoo anymore and all those amazing firsthand experiences, students should be able to still access both technologies via the VR hardware and, and we be, can teleport yes, into the zoo and communicate via map and teleport into the zoo. I am so sold on this. I feel like my kid would just die of happiness if she knew she could wear a VR headset and teleport to the zoo. Patty, I can see why you gave this project a grant. This just seems like a no-brainer here. Oh yeah, it's a really exciting project. We're really thrilled with um, th this approach that Tara and her colleagues are using. It really builds uh, uh, as well on another recent grant that we received at T-Rex to build an extended reality lab and studio at T-Rex in order to, um, you know, advance those kinds of technologies in the region as well. These are technologies that are used throughout uh, industry, education, throughout um, the uh, DOD and intelligence community for training, um, for simulation, and these kinds of technologies uh, the use of them is only going to grow into the future. I was going to say, when we think about geospatial, somebody on the outside looking in might think this is just GPS. The idea of being able to teleport to the zoo, I mean, this is a whole new world. These geospatial technologies, these these are being used in ways that, that we might have never dreamed of 20 years ago. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, another great example of the use of XR, extended reality technologies, in uh, and as well as geospatial technology is the use of planning um, for resilience in in, um, in our country and in urban areas as well. So and, and disaster what do you mean by resilience, that? Oh, okay. disaster resilience, flood resilience. Um, you can layer data into simulations and so that you can see where there are um, risks to communities and be able to respond appropriately and, and create adaptive solutions um, for the future. So Tara, you've now got this grant um, mm -hmm. for this project. What impact can $20,000 have on the, on the work that you're doing here? So the goal is to make everything that we develop as available and equitable to as many students as possible. So first, it's gonna be open educational resources. So we wanna develop it so that educators don't have to get any special licensing, that students don't have to be using any logins, that this is, like I said, plug and learn, and you're off to the races. Um, and then to build on what Patty was saying, the sooner we can have students exposed to these technologies and learning with GIS and learning with VR, VR um, the more creative they can get 
with how to use it to do those resiliency-type projects once they hit higher ed in their careers and beyond. And so we're actually cultivating the next generation. Might be my kid being teleported to the zoo. This plants a seed where later she's going to be at T-Rex doing something big. Exactly, Sarah. One of the things that is an important component of this is exposure, exposure to young people, and um, and then building that talent pipeline. So when kids see what can be made, then they can see what they can be. You can't be what you can't see. Mm-hmm. And so the exposing these high-end technologies to young students is really important. So, Patty, this project that we've been hearing about from Tara, this seems so intricate and so difficult even to conceive of, and yet they're going forward with it. But I understand this is this is one of, of five that's been funded. And beyond that, you had a very large applicant pool. It was hard to even choose between everybody who who ended up wanting a, a piece of this. What are what are some of the other grantees who made the cut? So um, we have uh, we've given um, five awards, and um, Washington University was one of the recipients. Um, uh, St. Louis University, another recipient, and uh, Missouri University of Science and Technology. And all of them are doing different things, um, and some of them don't involve um, virtual reality or augmented reality. Um, For example, Washington University is building a connective tissue throughout the university for the use of geospatial technologies. They They have a lot going on at the university, but it's been somewhat disconnected, and so their proposal was to pull all of those pieces together to create um, uh, a new network that can serve the university and serve the community in a bigger way. Um, St. Louis University is doing um, balloon remote sensing of river conditions. Um, so there's a there's a big variety of, um, of uh, interesting projects within the geospatial technology field that are being funded. And so now that you have these five different projects that you're funding, um, I know T-Rex is all about sort of bringing people together, having them bounce off each other's energy. Will there be opportunities for that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's what we want. We want we want to connect the universities. We want to connect industry. All of the uh, universities needed to partner with an outside organization, whether it was industry, the zoo, as Tara did. So, so building those connections across um, organizations is super important in making sure that we can advance innovation. Tara, I know that can be hard when you're working on a big project to find the time to also be learning about other people's big projects. And even if it might be something that really gives you a shot in the arm to learn about what they're doing, is that part of what you're looking forward to with this? Absolutely. Um, having access to the industry partners at T-Rex is going to be so beneficial um, for this project because we're just dipping our foot in for the first time too. That's what a seed grant is. So to have those industry partners that can be mentors to us and mentor our students is a huge a huge benefit all the way down the pipeline and then back up to serve the community. And I find myself wondering about college students. Do they understand what a growth industry this is? Do they come in being interested in this as a field? Um, most of my students do not discover GIS until their junior or senior year at the university. So that's the other reason I'm very passionate about this is if I can get them plugged into GIS as freshmen and sophomores and doing internships with the zoo, with partners at T-Rex, with municipalities here in the region, 
um, then they're going to have a stronger skill set when they graduate just as undergraduates to go either directly into the field or to the next level of graduate work. That totally makes sense. So, Patty, I want to bring this back in our final couple minutes here to something that, that you mentioned at the very beginning, and that's that T-Rex opened the first unclassified intelligence innovation facility in the U.S. This is called Moonshot Labs, and it's uh, with the NGA, which is a, a big agency here in town that we're all counting on as, you know, this is going to be the next big thing. So how does this work? Um, how do you even go about having an unclassified intelligence innovation facility? Well, um, so first of all, Moonshot Labs is an NGA initiative. We built it for them and partnered with them to build it. The reason why they built it in T-Rex was to take advantage of that whole innovation community, to partner with universities and great projects like Tara's describing today. Um, this this is a, a new initiative for the NGA, um, and I don't want to speak for them too much, but what what um, I, their goals are, what's been expressed, is that um, they want to make sure that they can interface with the community and in an unclassified way in order to speed up innovation within the agency. And the other thing that is so important to them is workforce development. Mm -hmm. um, they they need innovators, they need technologists, and they need to engage people early in order to get them in the tech talent pipeline. They're also very interested, um, as we are, as we all are, to ensure that we are um, reaching out to underrepresented communities, folks who have been um, not really participating in these kinds of technology jobs in the past. So that's an important component of being an unclassified space where you can come in, you're welcome, um, you can come into the T-Rex Geospatial Innovation Center as well when we have open arms to our community to ensure that everybody has a has a great chance of being involved in these technologies. I imagine for the startups that are on site and working at T-Rex that this presents a whole bunch of opportunities for them too. Oh, absolutely. And, they, and you know, startups at T-Rex, they're not just looking after their own business. They really care about downtown. They care about our city. They care about the community and they want to be engaged in helping to advance um, our, our whole region. Well, this is such exciting work. It's great to hear about all these things going on. Tara, just real quick, and in just our final moments here, um, I understand that you haven't uh, been to the T-Rex facilities yet, but is that sort of next on your list? I have been there now. Oh, you have? Okay. <laughs> um, um, last week with the huge GeoInt convention, um, we actually even did a, there was a K-12 outreach piece that happened at T-Rex. Um, so now you'll be going I, back. That, that I will be going back, that I got to um, interact with students then and got to see their faces light up as they learned about these technologies and everything. So well, it was a great day. It's exciting how everything's coming together on this. Uh, Tara Vansel, primary investigator of GeoZoo and Professor at Lindenwood, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Sarah. And also Patty Hagen, uh, president and executive director of T-Rex, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you, Sarah. This episode was produced by Laura Hamden with audio engineering by Aaron Dorr and production assistance from Jane Mather-Glass. It was mixed and edited by Jane. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. 
you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.